0: I'm Dave. And I'm Rob. And welcome to the Listmakers episode 27, when we are talking about top five story scores.
1: Rob, how are you? Very well, Dave. Looking forward to this topic. I have my own spin on it, depending on what people think a story score is. That's interesting. I
0: can imagine you're going to take this in a slightly unusual place because, you know, sometimes you do that. I know that music's your thing. But mm-hmm. for those who are new to the show, this is, of course, our List Makers podcast, a spin-off from the Doctor Who show where we have a topic. We each make a list, don't interrupt each other, and then we compare notes and see what we have discovered. It's top five story scores. There's no rules. There's no boundaries. You can interpret it as you like. And, Rob, it's your turn to go first.
1: Thank you, Dave. I certainly have because you're usually the one to go outside the lines on (laughs) episodes. But today I'm going to start with a song. And it's not even part of my top five, Dave. And this is Abigail's song, Silence is All You Know which I think is a really pretty piece that's used in A Christmas Carol. And because it's performed as a song on screen, I'm not including it in my list, but I do really rate it and I do really want to mention it at the top of the show.
0: Okay, well, very cool.
1: Mm. Now, into my top five. And I said, you know, story scores. How am I interpreting that? I take a story score to be the complete soundtrack to an episode, Dave.
0: Yes, I think that's fair.
1: Whereas in some cases here, I'm going with individual pieces from within those scores, because I think it's great to sort of highlight a track.
0: That's a very interesting distinction, and it's one I am going to be chatting
1: to you about at the end. Oh, good. Well, let's get into it. At number five, I'm going with a callback. I'm going with a Murray Gold piece and one that I believe is called Clara's Diner. Now, this is basically Clara's theme that appeared in many episodes, but it's stripped back, and it's played on an electric guitar. The original theme is very pretty, in some ways almost unearned, like, la la la, she's so special, and no one can tell us why. You know, la la la, she's got her own theme music, la la la. But when we get to the end of clara's run on the show and all is said and done she's effectively dead once she stops running in her space diner and the doctor doesn't remember her this stripped back piece of music is just right there's this melancholy here that i think can touch anyone if they let it in you see murray gold you can go small and it will work so clara's diner for me at number five Mm -hmm. at number four I'm throwing in the entirety of The Five Doctors, so I am going for the score here because it's so familiar to me. I make no suggestion that it's a brilliant score start to finish miles ahead of everything else, but it's effective and it is very memorable when you've seen the story dozens of times. I wouldn't say it's as familiar as a John Williams Star Wars score for me, but, gee, it's it's pretty close. Just about every note I can associate with visuals in my head pat running away from the time scoop john out running the time scoop in bessie the spooky hand as it moves pieces around the playing board and that's only the start of the story i can't not have it on the list it's so sentimental in at number three it's hard to go past dudley simpson's city of death work but specifically the bits where tom and lala are on the underground and then running around in paris it's a very memorable piece of music everyone should know it Although, I'm afraid I don't know if it has a name, because I don't think it even made it onto that massive 50th anniversary soundtrack set. I think Dudley's work on The Invasion of Time did instead, uh, if I recall correctly. And I guess people remember The Invasion of Time pretty fondly too for the music. (laughs) But uh, yeah, look, out of a lot of music that Deadly Dudley put together, some of it works, some of it doesn't. For, For mine, here tonight, I've given my fellow Australian the chocolates for City of Death. In at number two, I'm back with Murray Gold and I'm going with This is Gallifrey, Our Childhood, Our Home, which appeared in the season three finale of Utopia, Sound of Drums, Last of the Time Lords. And it was rearranged for a bunch of other stories. And there's no surprises there because I do think this is his best work. It's got an epic feel, yet it's got this really nice quiet passage. So it straddles a lot of space within a few minutes without feeling too jarring. That's no mean feat. And you know how there's a part, Dave, in a musical piece that you just love, and you, when that musical piece starts, you, you're just waiting to hear the the bit that you love. You know that feeling? Yes. Just before the two minute mark, there's this moment where the music just soars, and in my head, I picture jet fighters, maybe X-wing fighters, some sort of aircraft piercing cloud cover and getting above clouds and into sunshine which has nothing at all to do with doctor who dear listener but when music can paint such vivid mental images for you it is a really special thing and this particular piece does so there it is unironically i'm putting murray gold in at number two nice now at number one i'm going with something that's surprising in some ways not surprising in others surprising because it's some paddy kingsland electronica mm-hmm. from an era where there's a lot of really farty synth music in doctor who and a lot of it's not great it's very forgettable it's just a bloke playing with some knobs um you know what i mean um right at the end of Legopolis, we have a piece called it's the end and even it has some swirly nondescript synth music going on but then it coalesces into this very lovely thing and of course the visuals help i'd be a liar if they were somehow disconnected the descending notes as the camera descends on tom the final line the watcher the regeneration it's just perfect like the five doctors it's also a very sentimental m- piece of music for me and i guess that's why it's important but it also ends on a hopeful sort of note as tom regenerates into devo and i just love that so i'm, I'm putting that in at number one even though it surprises me to put it there
0: There you go. I have a number of comments on that, but I'll wait till I've done my list. How many snaps are you predicting, Rob?
1: I was going to say, do you have a number of snaps? Well, I know how many snaps there are, because I know my (laughs) list. How how many do
0: you think there could be? Two. Okay. (laughs) We'll find out. Okay. At number five, I've gone with a score that I think is wonderful because it is great music in its own right, but it actually just does so much to lift a story, and that is Dominic Glynn's score for Dragonfire. Ooh! I'm thinking particularly of those big swells uh, of music that sort of accompany a lot of the model work. What could be a very, very crappy model of Svartos with a spaceship on it is made epic because of these this great swelling chords and music that builds up, but it's interspersed with that lovely, really light stuff when they're in Kane's ice caverns, and then there's stuff with Ace and stuff with Glitz, and it's just a really effective score that stayed in my memory. Mm -hmm. Number four, I've got my first of two Dudley Simpson references or mentions, and this is his work for the Ambassadors of Death. Now, across the seven episodes here, Dudley does everything from really sort of jaunty 2001 spaceship music, you know, going for that real sort of fake or faux orchestral sound. Mm -hmm. Um, He's also got the really jazzy stuff as they're driving around the countryside. He's got the really creepy stuff when the Martians or the men in suits are are running around. He's got that really cool stuff um, when they've got the fight scenes. It's just every different sort of music that you could imagine is all mixed in together there. It really feels like, given the time to write for seven episodes, he's really written some really interesting stuff. And I think it's a really good score that isn't often mentioned.
1: No, it's not, actually.
0: Number three, I've got a Paddy Kingsland. Okay. And this is Frontios.
1: Oh, okay.
0: This, to me, is a really wonderful score that, again, has a mixture. What I really think about when I think about Frontios is that pan music, that Mm. very gentle sort of pan music that's just a wonderful little theme that keeps coming back all the time. It's different to what Doctor Who does. It, it doesn't feel as though it's just generic Doctor Who music, but again, you've got the harsher tones when they're doing stuff, you know, when they're in danger, and then you've got a different sound again when they go underneath and meet the Tractators, but it's just a really standout score for me. Great. Number two, I have the second of my Dominic Glynn Scores And look, I could have had three or four of his on the list, but I've gone with Survival, which is one that I mentioned just a couple of weeks ago on the Doctor Who's show's main episode when we talked about season 26. But I I think this is just a stunning score. It again is something that Doctor Who doesn't usually do, and that helps to make it stand apart where you've got electric music done much more like a piece of rock opera. You've got the guitar sound of electric guitar, guitar sound that comes in over the top. But again, it's the contrast that really, really makes it work. You've got that really harsh electric guitar sound when they're on the alien planet or where the cheetah people are around, but then you've got really gentle sort of chimes and notes playing in the background for the more thoughtful moments, or you've got different themes again for when they're wandering around the, the city or running, running around Perivale. So I just think it's really brilliant. It's one that just stands out. I can remember watching it the first time and hearing it going, this is different. Yeah. I've noticed this,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, and so it's really, really good. And look, I, I could also have had the Happiness Patrol there from Dominic Gleam. Again, he's not using the guitar there, but he's using the harmonica, and again, he does it to very similar effect. Yes. Number one is my one snap with you, Rob. And I thought this would be a contender for us both to snap at number one, and that is, of course, City of Death by Dudley yeah. Simpson. I don't know if the piece you were referring to has got a title, but I think... I've always known it, and other fans have known it as simply uh, called Running Through Paris mm-hmm. because it's got it's got the lyrics you know, running, through Paris, running through Paris we're running through Paris we're running through Paris we're
1: running through France you know it's just for people who haven't seen the episode that's not actually the lyrics in the show <laughs> there are no lyrics for people I just assumed they're the lyrics why shouldn't they be the
0: lyrics I'm sure I read them somewhere um, but look it, it is as, as, as you said it is a wonderful theme I think that you know, Dudley Simpson does a lot of really good work on the show, but there are times when you can see he's doing all five or six stories in a season, and he's just kind of has to churn it out a bit. City of Death is one where you really feel as though he's just looked at this footage coming back from the filming in Paris and gone... I need to live up to this. I need to have some fun with this. Mm-hmm. And he absolutely rises. But it isn't just the Running Through Paris theme. It's also all the stuff with Scalioni, all of that sort of jazz motif when Countess Scalioni comes on, uh, the Pink Pantherish sort of vibe when Duggan's on screen. It's, it's really, really charmingly done. And it mm. is just a wonderful, memorable piece.
1: Excellent. Excellent list. One out of two snaps ain't bad.
0: Yeah, no, we did we did okay there. But look, Rob, I'm not going to say you cheated.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: But, but you did make a decision that had I made the same decision, my list would look very, very different.
1: Is and, that right?
0: And, and I think that your number one illustrates that. Because I was just thinking in my mind as I was driving to work one day and I'm thinking, right, what are the scores that just... Come into my head when I'm saying what is a great Doctor Who music score? And okay, yeah, look, obviously City of Death and Alfrontios, oh, of course, and yeah, Dragonfire and Survival and mm-hmm. and, and I thought, oh, Lagopolis, that 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 Lagopolis, that it's the end theme. And then I thought, well, would I be nominating it for the full ninety minutes of Lagopolis, or would I be nominating it for the last ninety seconds of Legopolis? Right. And I thought, I'm, I'm nominating it for the last ninety seconds now. If I'd allowed myself to just do bits of a score, It's the End in Legopolis would absolutely be up there just as it was on your list. So right. I really, really agree with that choice. I just ruled it out because I stuck very strictly to it. It has to be a whole score.
1: <laughs> yeah, look, and indeed, and I picked some whole scores myself, like The Five Doctors, the yeah, whole score. Absolutely. I'm very happy with that. Absolutely. Yeah, because that piece, as I said, the, uh, this is the end piece, even within that piece there's bits of the music i'm like i'm not really down with this you know it just sort of meanders here and there and it's like yeah it's all right but just when it gets to that the end literally bang it all comes together i love it so much
0: yeah and the other thing that's interesting is i feel as though that decision you made allowed you to pick a lot more new who than you could have if you'd been going for whole scores
1: absolutely right i would say because murray does tend to do these standout pieces that are almost john williams-esque in some ways in terms of people know them by name and they are they are just this one little bit of the story it's it's luke looking at the binary sunset it's it's whatever from star wars transposed to doctor who
0: yeah and, and again as i was putting my list together very clearly all of the scores that came out were from classic Doctor Who now part of that is just because I've watched classic Doctor Who uh, a whole lot more you know I mean you, you talked about the five doctors that could easily have been on, been on my list mm-hmm. it, it, is, it is a score that you and I and I'm sure many other fans could listen to the score and Absolutely, moment for moment, match the visuals in our head yes. to, to the score. It is wonderful in that respect. And so, I, I
1: could act out the story for people if yeah, they wanted.
0: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, they are very familiar to us. And so it's much easier for us to pick them. But the other side is, as, as you were saying, New Who doesn't quite do, particularly with Murray Gold, that idea of, right, this is this story score. And it's standalone and it's unique and, mm. and you can sort of pick it it is all about that mixture of themes. And, oh, Matt Smith's about to do something exciting, so we'll play the Matt Smith gets excited theme. And Rose is about to do something <laughs> annoying, so we'll play the Rose's being angry theme, you know, with are things that come by. And so every time I thought about something from New Who, I wasn't able to go, it's this story's piece of music. Mm-hmm. I was able to go, oh, it's this theme that's in a number of stories. Or, you know, on a couple of occasions, I could say, oh, look... I know the music over the last two minutes of um, Family of Blood is really, really good. I-, I couldn't tell you about the other 48 minutes of Family of Blood. So yeah. I-, I can't put it on as a holistic score in the way I can City of Death. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it was a reflection, I think, of the different styles of those scores. Mm-hmm. Um, and-, and, look, you-, you were more creative than me and have a more creative and a certainly more diversified list than me which is good
1: oh well look uh, the flip side of that coin i'd say it was easier for me to cherry pick bits of music i liked rather than whole scores because the whole score is the whole score you know and and there aren't as many doctor who scores where i know them beat for beat as say five doctors for example where i do know it beat for beat
0: yeah and look this isn't a phenomenon unique to new who either there are moments in some dudley simpson scores where i think that's a really Great moment. I think that that funereal march, as Cordo is waiting for his the news of his dad's death at the start of the Sunmakers, is a really good little moment. Uh, it, it, but it's one minute out of a whole story. Um, yeah. The 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 theme, the Empress theme, that opens up. Uh, the Nightmare of Eden. You know, yeah, that's a really jaunty little theme that's very memorable and may have been sung down the pub when we were very drunk on a number of occasions. <laughs> a- a- along with with the uh, the Attack of the Simon one, which a few friends listening will uh, be uh, require me to to mention the da 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 da. Again, done very drunk late at night by many of us. Yeah. But, but you know, could I nominate the whole attack score just because of a few notes that are really funny at the start? No, I couldn't.
1: Yeah, and, and there are things like Remembrance of the Daleks has... Is it sort of a hand-clapping sort of yes. effect? It's a synthesised sort of hand-clap. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, and Remembrance has got that wonderful uh, did-we-do-good music right at the end, which is superb. True. Absolutely superb. The rest of the Remembrance score is probably the weakest aspect of that production. So, <laughs> so you know, we won't go there. Um, A composer that I felt very bad not getting on my list is Jeffrey Bergen, who did okay. two wonderful scores with The Terror of the Zygons and Seeds of Doom, which are very sure. different, very unique. Jeffrey Bergen did all the score to uh, Brideshead Revisited and um, one of my favourite pieces of music, so... I was disappointed not to get him up there. If I'd had a top ten, I probably would have, would have put Seeds of Doom in there.
1: I'm glad we got Deadly Dudley in a number of times, not just because he's an Aussie, but because he probably is the, the real legend, at least of classic Doctor Who music.
0: Yeah, look, he absolutely is. He's, he's the gold standard. He's the one who turned out some really wonderful stuff and, and did appear in the show. Indeed. Indeed he did. He did. We're running up to time, Rob.
1: We are indeed. I was just looking at it myself.
0: <laughs> it is. So, time to reach into Turlo's Hat of Rassilon. And we have a listener-nominated topic for next month, Rob. Oh yes. And this is coming from Baz. Baz. And he asks... Well, I she, should, I shouldn't I should assume, should I?
1: We've had a Baz and a Loza recently. We have.
0: So, Baz asks for top five almost companions.
1: Oh, golly. That's a big one.
0: It is lots of opportunities to... Uh, talk about things there and make some lists but we will get on to that next month until then I've been Dave I've been Rob and we'll make some more lists soon bye bye goodbye